good afternoon. Coming to you on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM via Zoom, I'm Max and when it comes to what's happening, I'll serve you the facts. So please, take this hour to sit back and relax because this is New Wave. So, in celebration of Women's Month, joining me today is a fellow woman from Radio Katipunan who is one of our besties. So, please give it up for B. Hey, Max. Hi, yes, again, my name is B. I am just a letter from my head. So, yeah, thank you for having me again as your co-host. I'm always happy to be part of New Wave. Happy Women's Month, Maxine. Happy Women's Month, B. I know that you greeted me first on message. I do you one better and greet you now on a live. Alright. <laughs> competitive. Siya. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Go big or go home. So, anyway. To start Women's Month and a little bit of a historical background, this was established in the Philippines in 1998 as a presidential proclamation. So this movement began to honor women who have adapted, who have been trailblazers throughout world history, and then the Philippines took part and adapted as well. And to this day, in 2022, we still celebrate it. Of course. Mm-hmm. So. Right now, so first for our local fan, which I'm very excited to talk about, because now more than ever, to create in their respective mediums to either give people a breath of fresh air or deliver really important messages that need to touch the hearts and minds. So with this, audience members are willing and eager to consume content of all kinds, either to find some form of escapism or to broaden the realities of everyday life. And a medium that is often used for all of this is filmmaking. We know that movies have always provided people with both a sense of comfort and challenge. And Peeling Obra Video or UP or POV is UP Cinema's annual collegiate film competition which aims to provide a platform for student filmmakers to exhibit their films to a wider audience. Despite the restrictions given by the pandemic, they are still going strong. And joining us to discuss POV today is Mr. Jean-Louis Javier, this year's POV Festival Director. So Hello, Mr. John. Hello, everyone. I'm John, the festival director of this year's Philippe Obram Video, or POV. Hi. Um, how are, hey. Hi, how are you? So, tell us about POV. Okay, so, for starters, POV, or Piling Obram Video, is an annual intercollegiate film competition of UP Cinema, one of the film organizations in UP Dileman. In the same year UP Cinema was founded in 2004, POV was established. And from then until now, POV stays true to its mission of empowering the youth to create their mark in the field of audiovisual storytelling, to occupy their space on the big screen, and to believe that their stories deserve to be championed. But of course, POV has come a long way from when it started. Uh, UP Cinema is a student organization and a fairly new film organization in UP Dinamat. UP Cinema started small, So they really had to work on its visibility and relevance as an org and as a film org in order to serve its pursuit of making POV a great platform for the youth. Needless to say, it was not an easy journey, but UP Cinema always goes back to its core, to its core, to the very reason why Piling Obrang Video was established, to recognize the youth and their talent and to lift their stories to where it belongs, to the people. That's amazing. That was so amount, but I'm really interested about this because I I really love like watching films as well and going to these film festivals when I was still studying, of course, until now. Um, and then yeah, of course, uh, uh, as someone who works in, in the prod side of things as well, like we're very familiar about the term POV because we use that in our scripts. <laughs> so maybe you could tell something about. Um, how you came up with the name? Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a play of words, but can you share something about it, sir? Okay, kind of a background. Let's say you watch a film or even consume any film-related materials. It all boils down to perception: how you watch a film, how you interpret the film, how you relate to a film. And now comes its discussion: whether we like or dislike a film, agree or disagree with its message. But even with our differences, we are still able to relate to one another, learn from each other. Because at the end of the day, to watch film or to talk about films entails human connection. To see, to listen, and to feel for one another. So now comes the wordplay, point of view. 
Piling Obrang Video aims to build a community of youth filmmakers in order for societies to see what they see, to live in how the youth perceives the world, which in turn, a way of having society connect with the youth and the youth with society. Finally, since POV is a film competition, it's fitting to name the event Piling Obrang Video because in our pursuit to empower the youth, we also recognize the works that really stepped up, those who dared and went the extra mile to claim their place on the big screen. Alright, I'm excited to see how a lot of those movies are going to be. Can you tell us like what audiences and viewers can look forward to? Like, Can you tell us a little bit about the films that are going to be played this year and what the students have come up with? Okay, now that POV is on its 18th year, just like the organization, Piling Obrang Video will be bolder and more proactive. If last year we reminisced and exhibited the previous POV films, Amidst the restrictions of the pandemic, POV18 is, is bringing back the film competition, which serves as a space for youth, film, and society. And while narrative, experimental, and documentary short films fill the space of the previous POV, POV18 will open the film competition to any form of storytelling. It may not be exhibited on the big screen, like usual, but POV18 will bring these Philippine short films online for free, also, in response to limited access to films, POV18 will deem it necessary to address the constraints of time, space, and resources that blanketed the cinema at the very least. Because now, more than ever, considering the current political climate, we need to see and hear where the youth stands firm. Alright, okay. so I know you guys prepared a video for us, and I think it's ready to be played now. So before we wrap up, I hand over the floor to Sir Justin. B, you can yeah. go ahead. Okay. I know yeah. that you're excited to ask this question. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just really uh, curious about like the types of films. So you answered it already with the theme. But uh, do you have like a special segment for like a full feature film, or do you also welcome shorts or short films, like featurettes, oh. things like that? Uh, POV is entertaining only short films, student short films. So it can be narrative, experimental, documentary, mm-hmm. or pandemic cinema. Uh, for this year, we are really opening to other forms of storytelling. Nice. And then you have like a specific um, running time. Like, what's, what's the limit here? <laughs> what are we expecting to watch or to see? Oh, the limit would be at least up to 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. Awesome. It was great. So, how many entries are we expecting to see? Oh, yeah. We have 15 finalists for this year out of 70 entries. Oh. Wow. That's considering it's a pandemic, that's like yeah. a, <laughs> it's a lot of entries. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah actually, congratulations. It's, uh, it's, it's films from 2020 to 2021. So we catered wow. also 2020 because we did not uh, have our film competition last year because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and all of that. Okay. It's always inspiring to see that even with the circumstances and though in the beginning it was considered very limiting for filmmakers to be making movies in the time of a pandemic people and students have gotten like very creative and very brave to continue the art of filmmaking and producing films like despite the setup so i'm really excited to see what they've made and how they make it like oh that'll be so cool to see so before we let you go, where can people find POV? Where can we follow you? Where can we check up? And how can people watch? Okay, so for the film streaming, it would be on March 12 to 18. We will be streaming on that, that on Move by Cinema Centenario. So that will be free, for free. And for our socials, so we also have our announcements on our social media accounts. To keep you guys posted for our Facebook page, it's Piling Obrang Video, and for IG and Twitter, it's at UP Cinema POV. 
but also we have our Discord server. So we're trying to build we're trying to build a community there. So it's named POV Roman numeral 18. So it's a space for the cinemasters named called for the people that are in UP cinema. Us, I'm a I'm a cinemaster. The finalists and the public. So in a way, everyone can create new friends, talk about films. Yeah, we also post announcements there. So really a community. Well, we nice wish you luck. Yeah. So head over to their socials, guys. <laughs> Yes, please leave your socials in the comment section of the Facebook Live so that people know where to find you. I'm sure a lot of people, especially, would want to join the Discord server because that would be really fun to like watch the POV films and then talk, get to talk about it with other people who have also seen the films. So thank you, John. Thank You're on mute. You. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I wonder if there are like. Films with it's that are that are centered for women. <laughs> I know. As a theme, sha, diba? yeah. I was yeah, I was thinking that also because like now would be the perfect time because it's March. But I guess we're just going to have to watch <laughs> and find out what type of films there will be. But I'm sure that there will be mm. a lot of films that will make us think, a lot that will make us feel relaxed. I'm sure it's going to be like a very nice combination. So variety. Mm. So. B, let's watch that together. It's a plan. It's a plan. We can have that. <laughs> this part is the best. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So as I said earlier today, we are opening Women's Month, and what better way to start the celebrations than with people whom we look up to and learn from? We asked our audience, and you guys answered. And today, we're going to get to know two of your favorite professors. So first, from our home in Ateneo, she is an Ilocana sociologist taking up graduate studies in public policy at the National University of Singapore, and a lecturer at the Ateneo de Manila University. Please welcome Miss Athena Sharain Presto. Hi. Welcome Hi. to the show. Welcome to the Hello. show. Hello. Happy to be here. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for nominating me, although baha isa na dawa lang yan, pero still honored. <laughs> no, believe it. We have uh, had a lot okay, of DMs for both of you. Okay, and next... Ayan. From Enderon College and Thames International Business School, a professor who many describe as life-changing and has a big heart for students and an advocacy to care for dogs in the Philippines. Please welcome Miss Suzanne Lianera. Hello, everyone. Hi. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Hello. I'm excited Hi, to be excited. here. We're excited to have both of you here. So, how have the two of you been? And out of curiosity, have you guys been able to go back on campus within the past few weeks? For me, not yet. Not yet. It's all online. Everything is on. Everything is online. I still don't know when we're going to be back. They said it will be next. The next sem after this sem. Mm. Okay. And that I mean, when I'm doing, actually, the classes here are face to face. So I go to I go to school every week. But um, ever since I started working at Ateneo, I haven't been in Ateneo as a teacher. I have been in Ateneo as a student. Um, before going here to, to to study public policy, I was uh, part of the faculty of the University of the Philippines Department of Sociology. So I said I stayed there for one year on lockdown on campus. And then afterwards, had to go home. And then, yeah. Okay. Okay. Surviving a mess. Okay. So, so we have we have teachers now in, in our show, Maxus. And then these are so it's a very like um, amazing career because I I come from a family of educators as well. <laughs> My sister is also a teacher, uh, teaching little kids, naman, uh, sa mga, mga grade grade two, Ganyan. And then a question for for the both of you. Um, uh, let's let's start from the beginning of your career because you were talking about like how we empower women now. No? So, how did you both become teachers? Was it something that you always wanted to do, or was it really in your like dream board? That, I'm gonna be a teacher. I'm gonna teach students. I'm gonna be in education. Anyone can start. Okay, for me, when I was young, I wanted to be a teacher because remember when we were young, there are some uh, 
in elementary, there's uh-huh. the leaders, yung mga ganon, yes. na who, there's no teacher, takes yes. over, I wasn't chosen. So, I, at home, I practice at home in my room without any people, you know, parang you just teach. No? So, that was a dream. But I never thought that I'm going to end up as a teacher because um, I've been with, my career was in advertising. Okay, I spent 20 years in advertising. Then uh, suddenly, um, one of my staff asked me, um, babes, do you want to teach? I know you want to teach. You're looking for an advertising practitioner. So I said, yeah. I don't have any units in education. No, they, you don't need education because education is just for high school. But <laughs> since you have an MBA, then you can teach. So that was the beginning of my teaching career. I started in TEMS. That was in 2001. You're, you're still angels by then. <laughs> Then the red direction, ah, you're still angels by then. Two thousand and one, yeah. Hindi naman. We were little babies. Little babies. Oh, babies. Little babies. The process of conception, ganon. Usupo kasi dito sa sa age reveal. So it's always there. How about you, Miss Ash? May I come from a family of teachers. So actually, I have cousins, first cousins. I have aunts, sisters of my mother, who are teachers. My mother is a teacher. My sister is a teacher. We are a family of public school teachers. So they teach elementary and high school public um, schools. So I've always been in the world of this profession. And it's normal for me. So this is my world growing up. And um, you know what they say, if you actually take a fish out of the aquarium or the ocean, then you know, it's the first time that that fish will feel like, oh, I have been wet for a long time, now I'm dry. <laughs> but you're, if, if, if you're in the ocean for such a long time, you would not know that there's water around you. So that's, that has been my world for a very long yeah. time. But I guess uh, when I started teaching in UP, at the, at, in, in a higher education institution, that was when I realized it's actually very different. Because um, I grew up watching my mother actually do a lot of volunteer work, go to the school. They actually clean their own classrooms, by the way. Um, teacher, public school teachers clean their own classroom. Public school teachers have to, you know, buy all of these Manila paper, chalk erasers, etc. And also, they they are it's 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 a heavy emotional labor because um, remember these are these are public school teachers and. My father is actually a bus conductor, uh, you know, the, the person who gets the uh, fares in the bus. So it was a hard life for us growing up. It has been an emotional, a very emotionally taxing thing to watch my mother. Also handle different emotions, um, different needs of the students who are by themselves financially struggling. So I never wanted to be a teacher. By the way, oh, <laughs> yes, because I want to be a teacher. <laughs> yes, um, but after graduation, I was invited to teach um, in UP, and I said, "Okay, why not try this?" So there's a, a lot of privilege, uh, of course, around my career, my experience, as compared to my that of my sister, my aunts, uh, my mother, so. Uh, it has it's it's actually one of my driving force to do be, to do my best in this kind of, of, of career path because I feel like you know this is something that I can do well. I'm happy to stand in front of my students and learn from them at the same time as they learn from me. So TLDR. <laughs> Ang hirap na buhay na maging teacher. Ayaw ko maging teacher, but now that I'm here, I see the rewards. <laughs> and I wanna do my best. <laughs> Ayan, sige, I was gonna ask about the rewards. Eh. Pero before that, I want to comment that um, I think the common denominator with our guests now, and I'm so happy that they were invited to teach as in, parang, ooh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> they were invited to, to teach. And then I think, like, uh, like people see their potential in them doing it. And we're really glad that you said yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I had to turn in my application. So I was invited to turn yes. in my application. So I would just yeah. like to qualify that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but still, yeah. those are just fireworks, I think. You know? it's, it's, yeah. It's like uh, a big, like, hi, hello. Yes, power. Anyway, so uh, speaking of rewards, um, just top of your head doesn't have to be like super profound kahit nga comedy siya or kahit something fun like the best <laughs> the best thing about being a teacher in your experience a few words sure. 
for me, it's fulfillment. You can't, um, no money in teaching. Talaga, there's no money in teaching. But really, the fulfillment that you get from the students. Okay, because uh, if you know, because like for me, I've been teaching them. I, I've been teaching for almost since 2001. And still, the two, my students were already graduated, asked me to be the Ninang, you know, yeah. or they, they still be, uh, we still connect through Facebook or we still go out. All these things, these are rewards that can't be, you know, it's it's really, and, and um, was this, it's it's really the fulfillment that you get. Nice, nice. Wow. Ako yung Suzanne. Kasi, yun din yung nanay ko, di ba? Minsan nag-reklamo siya na, kaya na kami mag-reklamo siya naman, mag-inilang naman ako sa kasal, ganyan, o sa binyag. Pero sobrang, sobrang saya niya. Parang, alam mo yung, kaya na ko, ganun, pero meron siyang amuse, meron like a huge hint of amusement in that. So, of course, thankfully, wala pa naman akong mga dati kasi siya na ikakasal at hindi pa naman ako nagiging sa kasal. <laughs> so, like, thankfully, um, but I've, I've formed a lot of uh, friendship uh, with my previous students and sometimes I get to also collaborate with them now. Oh. Some of them are now faculty members themselves and are also teaching themselves. So they would, you know, some of them would message me na, Asha, how did you deal with this? I mean, I, ha- I have never expected that this would, uh, this is how teaching would be like. Mm-hmm. So like we help each other in, in, in a lot of different ways. They help me and I also help them. Um, we recommend each other's work. We need each other's work to collaborate. So it's a, it's a kind of uh, it's a different fulfillment. Uh, definitely, as compared to like all of the social aspects of it. But me, aside from the social aspect, it's just a support system in terms of also my career. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I I, I have a lot of students who graduate in very from very different fields. You know, and the, the kind of work that I do, you know, sociology, very social. So some of them will will ask me about you know very diverse kinds of questions uh, for their career and sometimes like I get some racket in between. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Yes. Because <laughs> racket racket Yeah, it's good that you learn, Plus, you learn pa from them. It's not only you because you're a teacher, you know. Everything yes. is right. What you say, it's right. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I learned how to edit. My yes. student taught me how to edit. That yeah, so my student taught me how to do Photoshop and all. So I said, okay, now I'm the student. You're the teacher. <laughs> so without those students, I don't know how to edit. Because now I have, or later na lang, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. I have a YouTube Wow. I have a YouTube. Wow. Wow. We plug that wow. in about travel. Pero ako lang nag-edit nun. So, yun. So, kung wala yung mga students ko, hindi ako makaka-edit. So, I really, really uh, put value to my students. Yeah. They help me a lot as well. Now that we're here, I believe it's a great time to let our listeners in on a little secret. Are any of you out there interested in making podcasts of your own but can't seem to get the hang of recording, editing, and other technicalities? Well, there's no need to worry about that anymore. There's one application that podcasters or aspiring podcasters can use to make their dreams come true. Anchor. Simply download it for free on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm. What are you waiting for? Time to avoid the complicated tools and publish your podcast on popular platforms today. We'll ask you about that later and we will for sure plug that because I'm sure a lot of people want to see that. But I want to zero in on something both of you said about fulfillment and me as a student. Like what we really appreciate, and I know a lot of my fellow students will agree with me on this, is when our professors make an effort to not just be teachers, but to also be friends, like adding a personal touch in classroom life, especially now that we were in a pandemic, and especially in the beginning, it was not easy, it was rough, and a lot of things felt very impersonal. It was hard to feel warmth because we were doing all of this through the screen. But I see that both of you, on-site and online, have really managed to forge good friendships with your students and to be a good support system alongside so is this something that you consciously do or is this something that you make it a point to do when you're teaching or as a teacher anyone can go first 
Me? Okay. Yeah, For me, what I value talaga is the relationship. Uh, though you teach theories and concepts, but after that, after the classroom, they're gonna be they're gonna forget all these things, diba? What they're going to remember is the the relationship, the inspiration, how you inspired them, how you motivated them, how they learned from you, all these things. So for me, it it it's not a, it's not a, an effort, but talagang dumarating na lang yon, you know. Like especially now, it's pandemic. Siyempre, friends ko sila in Facebook. And you can see there, um, some of them are depressed. You know, some of them had uh, a broken heart. You know, just broken, uh, just ended the relationship. So just message them and say, hey, you're strong. Believe in yourself. Yung mga ganon, tapos sasabihin nila, uy, Miss Janera, thank you so much. You don't have to do it. But for me, they needed someone. So I'm there. Ako naman, ano... Well, it's not conscious effort, and I also recognize that it's how because it's 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 the way that I was raised, coming from a family of teachers. So I remember when, when I was a, a little child, so like I was small, I was four or five <laughs> years old. I come to my mother's school, I play with her students, <laughs> high school students ito, ha? So parang dami ko mga ate ate. And now when I come home, tapos merong sa nanay ko, imagine ko sa nanay ko, sabihin niya, naalala mo siya? Sabi ko sa nanay ko, sina siya? <laughs> so sabi niya, siya yung si ate mo na kalaro mo noon. Of course, I was four. You know? So I was raised in that in kind of environment. And so, it goes to say, I was raised very extroverted. <laughs> and I was raised to, you know, think of classroom experience in a very social, personal manner. So it's it's not a conscious effort on my end. It's just the way that I know how to do this because I was raised that way. Uh, but also it's because I'm extra extroverted. So I don't know for teachers who feel, you know, who, who want to have some private space, who are introverted. Of course, they would have different ways of dealing with students also. Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy and I'm glad that the way that I deal with my students are, is something that is appreciated. Uh, because in this kind of profession, as I said a while ago, there's a lot of emotional occupation going on here. Like emo- it's, a, it's an emotional job. Uh, and we are not compensated for the emotional labor that we put into this job. Like, Mamlianera, she's not getting paid for going the extra mile to message her students, but she does it anyway. So, I keep a conscious effort of asking myself, like, you know, do I want to make the extra step? You know? Kasi ang dami ko din ginagawa in life. I am I'm doing graphics, supporting my family, uh, studying, etc. So, part of my privilege is my personality, having grown up in a very extroverted environment. But other, other, you know, other teachers, although they would want to also exert the extra effort, maraming constraints eh, like emotionally and then personality mo pa. I just want to put it out there because I also know a lot of my colleagues who are very, very amazing teachers who are also very passionate in critiquing, providing constructive feedback to their students, but because they don't accept friend requests on yeah. Facebook, <laughs> some students will feel like, yeah, we have very different ways of dealing with students. So, yes, we are very social. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Um, guys, students, may life din po si teacher. So please, yes. <laughs> and then, so yeah. Speaking of life and uh, speaking of like you know, doing like multiple tasks and and do uh, para have life outside of the classroom or the virtual classroom. Like kanina um off air. Um, si Mrs. Z has this ano, iba yung name niya. Yes, <laughs> si Silver. And then Silver. Curious about about Silver na para ah, okay Silver tani sa dog. Eh, kami ni Master both like dog people. We were both we're... Um, like dog parents, pa parents. Yes. <laughs> can you and, and we heard that we you have an advocacy for for dogs. Um, can you um tell us something more about your advocacy for dogs? Yes, I had an internet. Um, I had a I had International Wildlife Coalition Trust. It's an animal welfare group. Um, fully funded by the British donors, by UK. So my principals are in UK. Um, we do give spay and free spay and neuter 
to depressed communities. We go to barangay to barangay, barangay each barangay prior to pandemic. We also rescue dogs from slaughter, yung mga kinakatay. So, nagaabang kami sa mga highway with the CIDG from kasi yung mga yung mga sort yung source coming from Batangas going to Baguio. So that is pre-pandemic kasi during the pandemic sinara. And then what else do we do? We do education campaign, mga um, responsible pet ownership because do you know that sa probinsya para lang para lang makatipid sa neuter, tinatali nila yung balls and sakit. Or sometimes they believe that they cut the ligaments sa tongue para hindi daw magka-rabies. Yung mga myth na ganun. So we had to do an education campaign. What else do we do? We do anti-mange, lahat. So um, that's our that's my advocacy, the dogs. Okay. Uh, prior to this, so it's International Wildlife Coalition Trust. It's a foreign-funded um, organization. But prior to this, um, I co-founded Animal Kingdom Foundation. Um, this is in Kapastarlak. Then, no? Then, it is a shelter. It is a shelter. It's ongoing now, but I'm not connected with that anymore because uh, we formed our own group, no? The UK. So, that's it. So, um, we want to eliminate stray dogs kasi yung mga stray dogs, eh, tinatapon, pinpo, yung, alam mo, sinasaktan, they don't care, diba? So, for eliminate uh, to eliminate the stray dogs we promote spay and neuter that's why it's free now it's free now if you go to a clinic in metro manila spay is 12000 neuter is 9000 but for us yes. it's free interlock yeah so we, we go pa to iloilo palawan ganyan pero syempre we do this we prioritize less fortunate um you know um poor communities kasi yung iba gusto lang mag-discount mag-savings eh hindi naman din ganun so yon so that's our my advocacy i'm very i'm very busy with that and in fact we're going to build a center yeah in Tarlac okay. so it's a treatment center it's not a shelter yes. yeah right, right. did you also like because you have dogs. How about your mga cat owners naman? Like if they want to have them. Yes, we include also- cats. We include cats, but the funding is for dogs. So, pag yes. in terms of documentation, hindi ko sinasama yung cats. But they include cats. Yeah. Off the record, though. Okay naman sa UK Okay naman sa UK yun. Pero, in funding kasi for dogs. Right, Yeah. First. Plus, um, what else do, do I do? I also do, um, for, for humans naman, I, I'm not involved, but I help the vent babies. You know, the babies that are dependent on ventilators. Marami yun eh. So, kawawa naman, all through buong life nila, naka-ventilator sila dyan. So, and these are poor families as well. So, I'm not involved with that. I just help in that uh, cause. Yeah. It's great to see people helping with these causes and bringing light to it because some of these are things that we don't hear about every day but are problems that are present nonetheless. So it's good that we're shedding light on these problems today. And, you know, hearing the thing about the dogs, like, I'm glad that there's a service like this for dogs and that you want to, like, eliminate, like, not not eliminate, that's probably not the right word for it, <laughs> but, like, care for these, the lesson and to care for <laughs> these stray dogs and cats because, yeah. like, sometimes you see them on the street, you don't know where they're going to end up. Yeah. Super kawawa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, if we had a choice, we'd like we bought a zoo and then you just have all of the dogs ever. <laughs> That's why we promote also adoption. Because in the Philippines, hindi pa masyadong popular ang adoption. They want breed the dog. Yung may breed na dog. Yung rescue dog, Aspen naman yun. So yun ang, yun ang challenge because we rescue a lot. Pero sa namin dadalin? Eh, we're, not a set, we're not a shelter. We are a center lang. So... Mm-hmm pinapa-adopt namin and it's a difficult that's a challenging task for us yes right 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 um yeah how about uh king's ash naman like we have like a different perspective different color na kay mrs ash Ms. ash um how about you um can you tell us more about us is it singa did i pronounce that right oh sorry about yeah. Singapore, I think. Ah, sorry. It's <laughs> about Singapore. 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 Singapore.
Singapore. Yes, okay, Singapore. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, well, how should they start? Because my, my advocacy has really been for uh, students from the lower, from lower socioeconomic status in the provinces. So I focus on them because, you know, coming from my own experience also. So ever since I was in college, I was uh, an officer of various student organizations. So in UP Namnama, it's an organization of Indohana students. In UP, I served as the president. Uh, I... Uh, we initiated a lot of free um, programs for high school and high school students. We also even give them entrance exam reviews and, you know, coach them on how to submit their applications just to build up a dream of, just to build up a habit of dreaming. Because if you're from the so- lower socioeconomic status, it's really very hard to, to dream beyond like what you see around you, right? So after graduation, um, I started you know, bringing in gen- you know, more gender aspect in, in that kind of advocacy. So I did a lot of advocacy works, led a lot of projects for that. One of them was funded by the U.S. ASEAN um, Women's Academy and also was funded by the Young Southeast Asian Leaders Initiative. By the way, I also serve as the women lead of the Women Alumni Network of the Young Southeast Asian Leaders Initiative. So... Through US, U, through U.S. funding, through U.S. as in Academy and the Young Southeast Asian Leaders Initiative, we got the project, uh, we got funding for a project, it's called Salakniban. It's an Ilohano word which means to protect. And it's actually a very funny word because that project was about uh, upholding sexual and reproductive health rights. So, you know, Salakniban to protect, meaning just contraceptives will also protection in terms of gender violence. Um, and also protection from a lot of economic shocks uh, brought about by threats to your sexual and reproductive health rights. If you get pregnant, there's a lot of economic um, aspects and negative economic consequences, especially for women and children and, of course, the side of uh, the women's family. Anyway, so throughout that, so we partnered with the Locus uh, Provincial Government for that. And the project has since expanded. So in 2021, last year, we did two projects. Uh, of the Salakniban, by the way, was in 2020. So in 2021, we did Salakniban, which means Salakniban plus Palanikdan, which means to protect also. It was the desired word. Uh, we partnered with um, our colleagues in YCLE from Southern Philippines, so that's a national level scale. And through all those projects, we got also funding from the Women's Global Network for Reproductive Rights, the, the WGNRR. And um, here in Singapore, I've also made sure that that kind of advocacy is sustainable. Uh, so I've also you know, did a lot of training for younger students, basically in Ilocos, and um, also my colleagues in YCD. So we did like safe spaces, PH, etc., for last year, and all of those are recorded. Like I have a lot of recordings now for all of that. So if anybody's listening and would like to, you know, know more about say, sexual and reproductive health and rights, you just send me a message. I can send you some recordings of some topics that we did. So that's it for me. And by the way, um, and I, I I say this to all of my closest friends because you know many of my playmates growing up like my batchmates in elementary school you know this is something that is very real to them I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm basically like the exemption of the rule like say I got scholarships when I was I got scholarship in UP I'm studying here now uh, in Singapore with a full with a full ride scholarship with the tuition everything even travel costs research costs etc but if not for these scholarships you know I would have ended up you know, in the receiving end, as a negative in the negative rut of of these threats. So it's my way of uh, you know paying it forward also. And if not for all of these opportunities, it gave me this multiplier effect to be in this uh, you know situation that I am right now. Then voila, there, So yeah, <laughs> so I feel so passionate about this talaga. And yeah, I'll end there. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful to hear passion projects yes really and it's really inspiring to see that 
you know the privilege you have and you choose to pay it forward because I think that's a reminder yes. that a lot of us need right now. Mm-hmm. That being sure. lucky doesn't mean like, okay, I'm lucky and I'm going to sit on that. No, mm-hmm. you can share it and you can yeah. pay it forward. So that's great. And I think this month is the perfect opportunity to practice that and to remind people of that. So from there, what does empowerment mean to both of you? So anyone can say, maybe Ma'am Suzanne, since Miss Ash just started, just said something. Yeah, I'll have <laughs> Yes, let's take a break for it. So. Okay, for me, empowerment means um, having the strength, having the strength, having the passion to do what you want, to do something with a purpose, to find your purpose in life and do everything to fulfill that goal or that purpose so uh for me that's empowerment nice so ma'am ash are you ready again <laughs> having to make an informed and equitable choice Kasi lahat ng mga choices at gusto natin gawin sa buhay ay nakaangkla siya doon sa nabakaraming constraints at limits, di ba? So kung gusto ko, for example, mag-aral sa pinakamagagandang universidad sa mundo, choice ko yun. Pero meron, like, am I free to pursue that? Of course not. I'm not free to pursue that because there are limited opportunities for me to pursue that. Choice ko, for example, na either magpagupit, magpakalbo, magpahaba ng buho, magbara na pumunta sa beach, mag-sanda na pumunta sa beach. It's a choice. But sometimes, like, your choice is predicated on how people are going to react to you or are predicated, mm-hmm. our choices are also predicated on material constraints, cultural mm-hmm. constraints. So at the end of the day, um, empowerment just means that you are free to exercise, you know, to make a choice and to exercise that choice. So, ang daming kailangan gawin. Napakaraming mga mm-hmm. things. Pero, Pagkasama-sama tayo lahat, you know, collective yeah. yes. empowerment with yes. other kind of exactly. So, napakarami din yung empower ni Ma'am, ni Ma'am Susan, di ba? Kasi yung pamangkin ko, sobrang dog, dog lover talaga siya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, parang naalala ko nung bata siya, yung first emo, first signs na nakuha namin sa kanya na meron na siya emotional potions ay naroon siya ng uh, pet owner na namatayan ng aso. Yeah. Oh, Tapos yeah. umiiyak din siya. Oh. <laughs> Oo, tas pag nasistress siya sa life, you know, as in, nalaroin niya yung mga aso, ganyan. Oh. So, imagine, oh. ang daming mga, ang daming mga nakikita, hindi natin nakikita on face value na kailangan to empower so women. True. Pero, ang daming mga bagay pa. At yun yung kailangan natin i-put forward na. Ginagawa ko na ginagawa ako, kaya natin. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, my question actually now is since we're we are like celebrating and commemorating um Women's Month and it is a celebration for us women and it is empowerment yes. for us women, powerful ladies in the house. <laughs> um, uh, in your profession or actually in, in where you are now, your perspective, uh, your circles, the things that you see and the things that you're exposed to, uh, do you still see uh certain negative stereotypes or oppression in women. Like I said, there was a current issue before that women are treated as second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. Do you think, or do you still see that, or you still um, get to experience that, maybe? And then, siguro, follow-up question na rin, um, being where you are now, um, how do you think we can effectively counteract these mm-hmm. oppress- oppressive experiences, circumstances, negative stereotypes? Being on Radio Katipunan reminds me of this one amazing app that allows people to make their own podcasts like a breeze. There's no need for complicated recording or editing software and other tricky technicalities when you have Anchor, an app where you can create and even publish your own podcasts. So download Anchor for free in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm, to experience a hassle-free podcast-making experience. Okay, ako na naman. Sige pa. Sorry, go ahead. Sige ko na. Kasi Sige like ba? now, in the pandemic, I'm always in the house. You know, nanonood ako ng mga tulfo. <laughs> yung mga yeah. tulfo. Diba? Okay, Ang daming yeah. oppressed 
um, women, especially why? Because wala silang trabaho. So umaasa sila sa mga asawa. Okay? So umaasa sila. So even though sinasaktan na sila, even though they're being verbally abused, wala sila magawa because they're, they are dependent on the husband. Yan ang nakikita ko. Um, I think... I, Marami pang ganon, no? So, yun ang naka, that's sad. So, I want sana na um, to instill in people na you have to be productive. You have to be productive. Maski lang benta-benta ng banana queue or whatever because you owe it to yourself. Not to others, but you owe it to yourself to develop yourself. Also, maski matada ka na, you have to keep on learning. I'm already, I'm not scared to say na I'm 60, but I still learn. I still study. I still study other other things for Photoshop, editing, whatever. Kasi for me, at the end, gusto ko sana maski 70, productive pa ako. Sayang naman. Now, if you are productive and if you believe in yourself, then you have the confidence already and you will be empowered. Yeah? Kung may confidence ka na, hindi mo na masyadong papansinin ko anong sasabihin ng iba. Diba? You're not a people pleaser anymore. Kasi hoda what they say, but this is what I think because I'm confident with myself and I love myself. That's it. Now, for the second question, I think you just have to guide the people no? and tell them really that they have to believe in themselves. Now, there is still a chance na hindi lang just because wala kang trabaho, dependent ka sa husband mo or whatever, um, ganun ka na. No, you have to believe in yourself. Like for me, ha? Con- ano lang? I... I uh, was this. I got married at forty-seven. Okay, forty-seven. So I didn't change my married. I, I didn't change my um, to my married name. So Lianera is still my single name. Why? Because people know me as in the professional field as Lianera. However, I'm married. You know all these now. So you so you just have to. Um, you just have to believe in yourself and to, you know, and pass that on. Um, help others to believe in themselves. Okay, importante kasi here is self-worth. You know, you have to have self-worth. That's it for me. This is training. Anyway, sorry. Miss Ash, how about you? yung si ma'am may pa-age reveal pero yung age reveal niya parang mapapanggalan ka na lang talaga kasi ma'am you look 40 and younger I love you Athena and so talk ko siya yan ma'am so parang ayaw na tuloy mag-reveal na age ko kasi baka ina-expect you din na 30 na ako pero looking 20 lang but speaking of looks ha kasi I would say that there is still such a huge, you know, huge, huge, huge gender bias. Um, especially like even now. I mean, okay, give that in the Philippines that we're ranking high in the global gender gap report as compared to other Asian countries. Pero if you look at what's happening in, in your everyday life, even the most trivial ones, you can see a lot of microaggressions also against women. Um, you can see a lot of constraints to their career um, advancement. So in my experience, I've had students um, commenting on my student evaluation of teaching na, ang ganda ng kilay ni ma'am, sulit ako naman. Thank you, pero hindi nyo naman yung sinasabi kapag lalaki yung teacher nyo. Gets ba? So <laughs> parang andun pa rin yung... yung burden na kapag babae ka, may, may, dapat mas presentable ka kasi quote-unquote babae ka. Which is unfair. It, 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 ha, it, you know, it gives uh, more burden on our shoulders to be presentable all the time. And aside from that, you know, the issues of maternity leaves, um, sick leave, etc. Because a lot of women do sick leaves not because they're sick but because a family member of them are sick. So, kasi sila pa rin yung expected mag-alaga sa pamilya nila. The same, time that, the same time that they are working, if you are on a maternity leave, you, you, leave, uh, the sem- you leave for at least one semester. Wala ka sa university for at least one semester. And that has a lot of impact for your promotion. Kasi binibilan din yung uh, teaching hours mo. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And, and then yung mga... And anything. And hindi naman yung same kapag parehas kami academic, tapos yung lalaki kong asawa na nakabuntis sa akin, nagkatrabaho pa rin, 
nag-roll over pa rin yung promotion price niya habang ako wala. So like, wala pa tayong specific measures for that, policy-wise. Mm. No, yeah. um, everyday, in our everyday lives, pagkaiba pa rin yung standards, ultimo kilay mo pinapansin, policy-wise, magkaiba pa rin yung standards, kulang pa sa opportunities for promotion, etc., etc. And that's just within my job, which is already considered as uh, more gender equal than other occupations. Like, say, for example, engineering, even law, you know. So that's, mm-hmm. yung, yung akin na to, ha? Also, so the second question, what you say about LA? So ako naman, I, of course, uh, I would admit that I my relationship my, with all of my students have not been like roses and butterflies. But I've also had you know rough journeys with some of my students who feel particularly threatened with how I look at gender. Uh, because I tend to be very you know assertive and no, you have to think about it this way. So sometimes when I talk about gender in class, I make a disclaimer. Na, okay, you hear um heterosexual, cisgender males. <laughs> for at least for my class, I forgive you, okay? I forgive you for being straight, heterosexual males, at least for my class. Pero naman na-feel na nilang forgiven sila. <laughs> Forgiveness talaga. So, yun yung sinasabi ko, so dami galit sa akin. Tapos, it's only, it's, it's, it's also like, it's also within the classroom, like breaking everything that they know everything that they have internalized about women, men, sexism, etc., etc. And I always use some, maganda yung type pagkamagit na ni Mami, pop culture to do with that. So, may pinapanood ko sila naman, face-to-face. Ta-da-da! <laughs> diba? <laughs> face-to-face. Tapos pag may face-to-face, lagi mga kabit-kabit. Tapos it's always, it's always the lalaki yung nangangabit. Tapos sasabihin ni Ateng Jelly or ni Um, <laughs> ni Ami Perez na ikaw naman kasi bakit hindi mo binibigyan ng ikaw naman kasi sasabihin sa lalaki bakit hindi ka magtrabaho tapos ang sasabihin sa babae ikaw naman kasi bakit hindi mo bigyan ng atensyon yung asawa mo tapos bakit ako ganito ito yung mismong problema ito yung mismong problema kung bakit sila nag-aaway tapos ang solusyon mo ayun din hmm. diba nag-aaway sila kasi yeah. nangabit yung lalaki tapos nangabit yung lalaki kasi sabi ng lalaki hindi mo ka binibigyan ng atensyon tapos ang advice mo, ganun din. So, walang nangyari. I mean, ginawa mo lang entertainment yung napaka-gendered yeah. na issue. So, it's something that, it, it's how I approach uh, my classes and it's not always in roses and butterflies for all of my students. But that's necessary um, in order to yes. forward you know, gender equality. So, sa mga sudyante ko, pag napapanood nyo to, sa mga si chat ko si I forgive you guys <laughs> we're getting laugh reacts in in zoom but I think in anything especially things that we're only starting to learn about now someone needs to be assertive so that the lessons and the messages can really stick sure so It's time for audience questions. But first, I just want to say hello to Maria Victoria Eda Ponan, who's always commenting on our lives. Hello to Ma'am Jen. And hello to Fe Josefa G. Nava. Okay, so we have a student here in the Zoom meeting who some of you might know already. He actually helped get this episode together. And to ask his question, please welcome Miguel. Hi, Miguel. Hello. Hi, Miguel. Hello, hello. My student. Yes. Okay. So my question for both of you would be, what's the best advice that you have ever gotten? Advice on? Like in general, like anyone that has given you advice, like what's the best advice that you've ever gotten or received? (laughs) And maybe to bring this a step further also what's the best advice like any form of life advice that you've received and what is advice you would give to a young woman who is about to start her journey in the workplace or college or about to start any journey in general okay ako na lang. okay i remember okay <laughs> when i was young or young um starting in my career i'm not as assertive as this i'm very introvert i'm very shy i'm not i don't believe in that wala akong believe sa sarili ko. And then, takot ako pag sinabi ng mga tao, okay, you interview this manager, you interview this president. I'm so scared. I'm intimidated by the title alone. But my father, I remember what my father said. He said, 
babes, my name is babes, babes, don't be intimidated. Pareho lang kayo niyan. Pareho lang kayo kumakain, pareho lang kayo pupuntang banyo, whatever. Pareho lang kayo niyan. The only difference is that God gave him the opportunity now and you will have that same opportunity. So, don't be intimidated at all. So, that um, stuck to my mind and that I think is the best advice that I received and it's from my father. And I also give that to my students as well because I've been there. I've been there hindi man ganito ka-assertive. Noong talagang hiya-hiya ako to the point, ha, I did not have any confidence there. I was, I was really very introverted that while I was driving from Makati Avenue and tatawid lang ako ng Paseo de Rojas, hiyang-hiya ako, I don't know why. I was so, so shy. Hindi ako makatawid as in I was driving and people were, were um, you know, beeping their horns already. And that was my lowest point. So I've been there. So I understand how others, you know, what they're, uh, what they're feeling, what they're experiencing. Athena. Ako naman. Ako naman ginagawa in life. Like, workaholic talaga si ate. Ako yung, ako, I'm ate. <laughs> so, sasabihin, for example, nung colleagues ko na, ito ha, choose a rest day before your body chooses it for you. So, yes. So, sa ating mga more more workaholic dyan, choose a rest day before your body chooses it for you. And that's like one of the best advice, pieces of advice that I've heard in my entire life so far. So, ito naman yung ibibigay kong advice sa mga sujante ko or sa mga kababaihan out there na kailangan maging assertive sabi nga ni Mang Janera kailangan maging assertive pero syempre no pag ikaw kasi pinalaki kang iniisip na kailangan mong maging people pleaser kasi babae ka you know you have to be yeah. maghinhin mitingiti ka etc wag ka maging brusko kasi pang lalaki yung mga ganyan wag ka maging assertive kasi pang lalaki bastos ka pag ganun i mean ako go for it um And so what if people will not like you because you don't like everybody anyway? So <laughs> it's okay, girl. If, if, if some people don't like you because you're just standing your ground, then it's okay because you don't like other people anyway. And in the process of standing your ground, you're also paving the way for more women in, in what you're doing. So, laban lang. Ako nung una, parang, uh, nakakahiya, sinabihan ko siya ng no. Pero ngayon, parang, deserve ko to. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes to everything. Kaleg, oh God, I wish we had we had more time. Kasi ang dami pa natin sana yeah. questions. And we, we ano yun, parang pwede pa natin i-digest eh. But unfortunately, um, we don't have like time anymore. We reached that hour. But before we let you go, maybe, um, Anianera, Uh, would you like to promote your vlog? Because we're talking about it. Okay, I'm going to promote three things. Lang. My uh, International Wildlife Coalition Trust. Please like the follow our page in Facebook. Um, I have a travel blog. It's mostly tips. No, it's smart travels with Suzanne. And what else? That's it. That's all I want to promote. Okay, thank you. How about you, Mam Ash? Anything you'd like to blog to promote? Um, follow nyo yung impact leadership kasi importante yung inform tayong lahat sa election um, kasi I don't believe that we can separate like, you know, live love uh, love, live love love feminism with like the very distressful, stressful <laughs> very burdensome world of politics because you know uh, the opportunities that will be open for you who you choose to love, how you choose to express yourself, how you make your choices. We're also very directly affected by the politicians who are going to lead your country and the votes that you're going to cast this May 2022 election. So follow Impact Leadership. Follow uh, news and all of the other credible uh, social media pages about the Philippine elections. Thank you so much. Uh, Max, go ahead. Thank you. So we'll make sure to find the links of all of those and put it on our stream so that people know where to find them and can check them out, especially now. I think that's very important. Now, before we say goodbye, I really wish we had more time because I feel like there's still so many things that we can still talk about and a lot of topics I still want to dive into, but huh, the hour really just flew by. So 
Anyway, before I thank everyone and say goodbye properly, allow me to thank a few people first. So, this has been New Wave. Thank you to B for helping me out today. Like, thank you so Always. much. And thank you, and thank you to Sir Justin for handling this broadcast. Thank you to Migoy and and Ian for always supporting the show and having my back. Thank you to Miguel for helping us put this together. All, and of course, thank you once again to our audience for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you next week where we will be talking to singer, songwriter, and inspirational podcaster Vanya Castor. Now, don't miss out. Follow us on Instagram at newwave.rk to stay updated. Catch the replay on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM's Facebook page, YouTube, and Twitter Live, all of which go by at Radio Katipunan. And don't forget that you can listen to a replay of this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. But most of all, thank you to our very inspirational and empowering guests, Miss Ash and Miss Suzanne, for joining us today. Though we weren't in a classroom, we really learned a lot from both of you. And we wish you both the best in your endeavors. And we hope you have a great month ahead. Thank, thank you, you so much. Enjoy. We're so dull done. <laughs> we Bye-bye. loved it. Okay. It, was so, it was so fun. And like we said... We really wished we had more time, but unfortunately, we have to say goodbye. So once again, I'm Max, and when it comes to what's happening, I'll serve you the facts, and this has been New Wave. We'll see you all next week. Bye! Bye! Bye!